What's up, guys? We're back. High Street Freaks once again. Uh, just two-thirds of the High Street Freaks this week. Um, Ryan has been... I, we don't know what keeps happening, man. I I guess... Coach the, Mick the, heard he was talking shit. Yeah, that, that must have been it. Or, or um, Route Man's dad, I'm, I'm hearing. There's, <laughs> there, there's concern there. Um, I, Marvel, I think, Marvelous Marv. Yeah, after, after Saturday's performance, um, you know, it... Uh, Marv has just had enough of Ryan's comments and we, we don't know at this point where he is, if he's alive or anything, but, um, we, the, the show must go on as we're told. So we are here, uh, to, to talk about this glorious football game. It, it, it certainly was a football game. You know, I, I, my suspicions were correct that they did play a football game. And, uh, I mean, I feel like for the first time in a minute, everything just kind of went fine besides the injuries the injuries were not not very cool but or the, the injury to mayan williams and trevion henderson just in a walking boot that that was decidedly not cool but other than that i'm, I'm happy yeah but it's kind of like a you know it really wasn't like how was the play mrs lincoln type of deal but even still I mean, it's not like there was going to be any dopamine registered off beating Indiana yeah. anyway. And so now, I mean, my, you know, I'm not a doctor and I'm not some football soothsayer or whatever. But when a guy like me is sitting on the couch, you normally I'd be drunk. I was stone sober fucking watching that game. Like when I can see a guy that's like clearly not right. Why is like why is he in the game when we are you know the our RB one entering the season is already on the bench like why yeah. are we like it's been a consistent thing like Day has played with fire this entire and he did it in the it later in the Indiana game too like guys have just been in the game a lot longer than they need to be and yeah. I don't you know and now it just sucks because you're not going to be able to trust anything these guys say about anything right yeah I, I think like. The only thing I can I can say is like the run game has been so like suspect the past three weeks that maybe they just like wanted to practice. I don't I don't know. I don't like that, that's what this game was. It was a glorified practice, but like it. I, I agree. They should have gotten. They should have pulled him out of there sooner. Uh, I, I mean, because he got hurt when they were up like what thirty five to maybe it was like twenty eight to seven or something like that. Like it, this wasn't a game where you like needed him. Um, you know, it mm. it does sound like. Like the way Ryan Day was talking, it and Travion Henderson, sorry, Mayan Williams tweeted after the game too that he was all good and stuff. Like, it seems like he'll be fine, like good to go next week. I hope he doesn't play next week. Like, I hope they just I, they should just roll Dallin Hayden, right? Like, yeah, there's no, See, re- I, there's no reason to play. I don't him. believe that. <laughs> yeah, like when, after after Day got uh, after the game when he was just like, you know, it's not long term. To me, that would, you know, that means it's not season ending and how he normally has been talking. So to me, like, I just assume the worst now. Uh, That's just how the season has gone. So to me, I'm saying, well, you know, not going to be able to count on him until the Big Ten championship game at the earliest, probably. And and we won't need him for that. So might as well just be the playoffs. Right. Yeah. I think, I think, like, I I expect, honestly, I think we'll, we'll probably see both of them against Michigan. Like, I think he'll be back by Michigan. If, if it's like if it's one of those situations where like I don't know I, I I almost get the vibe too that like Travion Henderson probably could have played if it was a game that really mattered either but um, I don't know we'll see it's just wild it's not like anything's changed but like we're just gonna have no idea who's gonna be playing running back for Ohio State until like 9 a.m. on Saturday but you know it's it's just it's just the way it is but that's it's no different than how it's been the rest of the season it's just now we're actually like concerned about it but um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the one positive, though, is, like, injury aside, like, the run game looked pretty sweet, you know? Like, the blocking up front was, like, everything lo- about it looked good, and they, like, I don't know, it was really diverse and stuff like that. It's just, I would like to see a running back healthy to be able to do it because it's not going to matter a whole lot if you have all these cool schemes and uh, creative play calling if you d- don't have a warm body to give the ball to. Right, and I, can, can we save some of this stuff for the big games? yeah. Cause I mean, I mean, those are the charges against A, and we're coming up. You know, I mean, we're coming up on the closing arguments here, <laughs> right? Yeah. This season, so I mean, it looks good, but I mean, it, it's just this is the level of play that like Ohio State has ascended to. Like, it really wasn't that long ago where like I mean, Indiana, Indiana was like kind of respectable. I mean, Urban, you know, they always used to give Urban trouble, and now Ohio State is just like what like. Maryland's a lot of the same way this week too. Like what are we getting from playing these guys other than just what like injury woes? Yeah. I mean, I mean, this this week we at least got Cam Bab. I'm sure we're going to talk about that, but yeah, I mean, I think the, the one positive is like, I don't know. I, I remember like the Trussell years, even the urban Meyer years, like there was a sense that like, if they didn't show up, they could lose like any game. And now there are legitimately like two games a year that I think like, ah, Ohio State might lose this game. Like even Northwestern, like it was not ugly, but at no point did I actually think Ohio State was going to lose to Northwestern. And even like during the the Meyer and Trussell years, like there were those random games where just like a team that had no business playing with Ohio State, like beat them. And like for every every complaint about Ryan Day, there just like hasn't been that game since he's been coach really, you know, I guess, I guess Oregon last year is kind of as close as you can get, but like, that was a, that was a top 10 team, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like they were bums and it's not like that. And it's not like Ohio state was stacked like they were by the end of the season either. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I guess that's the one positive is like, I just, I'm allowed to sleepwalk during these games. And Ryan Day, he's, it's hilarious because he always says the right things. He's like, oh, we have to, we have to take every game seriously. One, one loss can end your entire season. It's like, yeah, but like, we know, <laughs> like, yeah, we know what I, this game is. I, I don't know. I had a guy on Twitter this week. He was like, focus on this week, please. And it's like, sir, I'm not on the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I love that. Like, like I, I am, I am going to be responsible for, the team losing focus like brother <laughs> if 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 cj stroud is reading my tweets and listening to this podcast about the game we've got more problems than right than, uh, so right yeah, everybody knows that they, they read the forums not the tweets that's true yep yeah they they're elite posters they're they're and, and by the way like you can come you can actually just post with cj stroud on our forum if you guys want to sign up for the site meet at midfield but um, yeah, he he's in there all the time. And he just lives in there. I'm, I'm told he's got a few. They're burner accounts, to be clear. Like you're not gonna know who he is, but he's in there for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, like this was this felt like a there. This felt like a game of just like storylines. I don't know. Like there were just like different like moments, and it's maybe maybe this is my like former like writer brain, where like you watch the you watch the entire game, and you're just like thinking of like different like angles or stories that come out of this and like there were like five like you had i guess we can just talk about it. like um uh lathan ransom he had like an, yeah. an incredible game yeah like, he had one of the sack and the block punt 
He, yeah, and he I, I think he had he had like on the same drive. He, he did, he did. He had he had a few tackles for loss. I think he ended with like eleven tackles or something like that. Like by far his best game is a is an Ohio State player. Um and I mean that that's cool. With with the way that Ohio State's kind of switching to um really putting a lot of pressure on those safeties to do a lot of the the like dirty work in the in the run game and in the the passing game. Like it's really cool to see um a guy like that really just step up and I mean he would, that, that was easily the best, uh, th- like easily the best performance of his career. So we've got some names this year, man. Yeah, especially on got defense. Some na- I, you know, you know, we've got some names. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I, and I, I don't, I don't know. I, I was just, I was hoping that the vegan grandpa would be able to do something cool. Like that, the defense would be like, I mean, above average, like a, a approaching good towards the end of the season. I did not expect him to one like have Loki like one of the best, if not the best defense in the big 10. Like it's, it's up there with like the Illinois and the Michigans. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he wasn't bullshitting. I mean, he, he caught a shot. No, too. He did. He did. And like Ryan, Ryan day said, I want a top 10 defense. And he like corrected him and was like, no, I, I want a top five defense. And I think like more than that, like I kind of expected like the system to be good. And like, you could just like see that, like, I don't know, like it was more technically sound and stuff like that. Like I expected him to be good. What's been baffling to me is he's created like superstars out of guys that like were in the same position last year, like Tommy Eichenberg, like Lathan Ransom to a point. Um, I don't know, like uh, JT, uh, JT didn't even look as good last year. Um, I mean, that's obviously like a freshman growth, Zach Harrison. Like there's just so many guys that are just like playing as like legit superstars at this point that, Really, like nothing's changed besides the coach. Well, and I, I think they bought into it too. Yeah, right. And I think they are going to be correct. You know, when people were freaking out about recruiting, especially this summer before the season, and people were saying, uh, you know, give them time. We're going to have to establish a system. Let them see what the vegan grandpa can do, and that's going to entice recruits. And you got to think that this defense has moved the needle. And going back to the original point about how they bought they've bought in, I mean, I was watching the Browns today. My buddy said he was on Instagram last night, and the Browns players were like <laughs> hour and a half outside of Miami, like partying all night, <laughs> and they got their asses kicked today. And Miles Garrett got up there, and he's talking. It's a shot at the defensive coordinator Joe Woods, and he said, you know, it doesn't matter if you're willing to run through a wall if you're running in the wrong direction. Yeah. And to me, you know, and I think last year there was a lot of it. Now, you know, the NFL, you can't really take shots at the defensive coordinator like that <laughs> in college, in college yeah. football. Uh, you know, the hierarchy is a little different, but I really think that is what has changed this year that players have bought into this team. Or last year they knew, like, if even if we do what the coaches say, we're still going to get torched. I, I wish you could though. Like I, I would have yeah. loved just Zach oh, Harrison I, to be like the scheme's ass. You know, I don't respect <laughs> my coach at all. Like that would be awesome. Like I, I'd love everything about that. You know, like I get, like I get it too. Like who, who amongst us didn't like Kerry Coops? You know, what I mean, yeah. at one time oh, I, mean, he's a I super was there. Guy. I was bogging. At one time, don't get it twisted. One time, he probably had the highest approval rating of any assistant. Yeah, yeah. No, I, well, I, I think it's just like. It's, it's mixing up. You got to play to your guy's strengths 
And Kerry Combs, like, he definitely had his strengths, and he was definitely one of those, like, raw, raw guys that, like, seems to be, like, kind of missing from this team. We talked about that a little bit with, like, the special teams, whatever. Yeah. Um, he's, like, definitely one of those raw, raw guys. He's, like, super motivating. He's, like, every player loves him. He's got tons of energy and stuff like that. You need guys like that on your staff. You just don't need guys like that running your defense, you know? Like, I, I don't know. It's uh, it's just one of those where he very clearly is strong and has, like, his strengths and they he I don't know he was just he was out of position. It's like it's like taking Zach Harrison and putting him at like cornerback. Like you, yeah. you know what's gonna happen. Like I don't know. I think I, not to rehash that again. But the only problem I had with even like giving him a try. Like I, I get I get wanting to give him a try. Everybody in Columbus loved him. It was after that 2020 season. It was so clear to everybody involved that like this wasn't going well. And it like Ryan Day decided to just ride like run it back one more time. Didn't really even make any changes at all. And like what he, what bothers me even more is that he was at least skeptical enough because he pulled the trigger after the Oregon loss two games into the season was like, no, nope, this isn't going to work. It's like, if you are yeah, not that's committing, to, yeah, you should have done it earlier. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you were willing to do it two games into the season, that means you saw the warning signs before and you just overlooked them. So I don't know like that. That is, and to be fair, like, to be fair, he's fixed it. Like, that problem, like, he, he did fix it. He hired the, yeah. the best available defensive coordinator possible, and by all accounts, it seems like. I mean, every time he's replaced an urban guy, it's worked out. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, it has. It has. It's been great. So, I don't know. I, I, I don't, um, I'm, I'm happy. And I, I think what's even cooler is, like, they've really, like, sold this, that Jim Knowles is like the head coach of the defense sort of thing. And like Ryan Day is the head coach of the offense. And like, I don't get the impression that Jim Knowles is going to go anywhere like ever. Like yeah. That's right. You think he's going to stay? I, I think he's like, at this point, he's, he's going to end up being like a lifer, you know, like, I, I don't think that this is like a, a, a step for him because like they've given him pretty much all the authority in the world and they pay him as if he's a head coach. Like I, I feel like, like, He's getting he's getting paid over two million dollars a year, right? Like I think that's what his salary is. And what where like what coaching job is he gonna get that's comparable in salary to, to Penn that? St- Penn State. Some, if I, if like, I, you know, like it'd have to be yes, something like that. Something but like they're that. They're locked up. <laughs> right. And so like like at this point, I just don't know what could possibly be a better job than what he's got going at Ohio State. Like I think that this is like he's gonna get venables. Like he's gonna be here for a very long time and that's cool. Like based on what I've seen this whole year, I'm I'm down with that. I, yeah, we love we love our vegan grandpa around these parts. Yeah, they can't they can't lose him. And to, yeah. I mean, too, that is a nice thing. I mean, it it really hasn't happened. Yeah, yeah. So all, all in all, I think and like the, the defense has been awesome pretty much all year. This was just one of the better performances. And to be fair. Indiana had yeah. with what probably is not like without hyperbole, the worst offensive line in college football. Like I, I think it probably is the worst line like collectively um, in college football and man, Ohio state just feasted. Like it, it was hilarious sometimes when like, Oh yeah. Looked, when, Jack, when Jack Sawyer's out there making moves, yeah. you know, <laughs> the dogs um, are eating today. And like, and th- there were times when it looked like a screen pass the like three guys just went straight through and it looked like they were intentionally unblocked, but they weren't, they just like beat them that bad off the line of scrimmage. It was one of the funniest things. I, there was one particular play. I think it was uh 
I think it was um, Zach Harrison that made made a play or whatever. Um, and there were two guys, two Indiana players that were just like blocking air. Like they were just like st- standing still. Yeah, just like block- it looked like a glitch on Madden. Yeah, <laughs> like like if, if that happened in Madden and my and my right tackle was just blocking nobody, I would have thrown my controller through the TV. But it was like real life. Like these dudes are just like standing still. There's nobody in front of them. They're still moving their legs. Like it was incredible. But no, yeah, I, that did, was- I, did, I did like that Dexter Williams though. I wrote a little bit about him in the autopsy. I mean, it's not like he lit the world on fire, but. Yeah, I mean, he changed the attitude of the offense when he get it, and he's he's a guy I would follow. Yeah, you know, he was taking the shots, and like to me, I don't know. That seems obvious. Like he's your starter. Like he, yeah. he has to start going forward. I think so too. I think so too. And what what I was happy with is like dual threat quarterbacks seem to have bothered Ohio State a little bit this year. Um, you know, against Toledo, obviously. Yeah. Uh, North Northwestern when they did a lot of wildcat looks and stuff. As soon God, as the quarterback. <laughs> as soon as the quarterback run started to be a problem against Indiana, like Ohio state kind of shut that shit down. Like it, it, it was like, it was there for like a little bit. And then all of a sudden, like everybody was concerned about it. And then all of a sudden it just like disappears and the dude's getting like drilled in the backfield for like, a, I don't know. And, and there were a few schematic changes. I noticed that a few times, uh, um, Jim Knowles trotted out Cody Simon out there too. God bless him. Um, to, <laughs> To uh, to add three linebackers on onto the field so that like uh, there were three linebackers in case the quarterback ran and they hypothetically had like a spy situation and that's cool like I'm just yeah. glad it's it's really cool to see a defensive coordinator actually like react to problems instead of just like trotting the same thing out there and being like the players aren't executing like I don't know it's it, it's just very nice that I trust the defensive coordinator to like do things to stop the opposing offense instead of just like watching it happen for an entire game. Yeah. I mean, if we would have had Knowles earlier, I mean, Brian day probably already has a national championship. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, the reality is that, I mean, they should have won a national title in, um, I think 2018, if they had a defense, they want to win the national title, but that, that obviously was urban Meyer. Um, 2020, they probably won a national title with a defense. Last year, they probably won a national title with a defense. Like, I, all in all, like, they've been just missing. This is it's what they've been missing, and, so. and it's and it's crazy because like I remember going in. It's like Ohio State doesn't need a top ten defense. And then was it was it Noah's, Did he say we were going to have a top ten? And then Noah said no. we're going to have a top five. Yeah, Ryan Ryan Day said the expectation is to have a top ten defense, and Jim Knowles was like, "Well, I want a top five defense. I don't know what he's saying." So. Yeah, and like coaches, that's like the typical time when coaches are like bullshitting and just yeah. high on their tail. And like that could have been something that just like look back and we didn't need a top like we did they didn't need a top five defense. And having that, I mean, you know, I do worry like just the Browns fan in me is like it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like the game, yeah. the one game we lose is gonna be the one bad defensive game, and then that yeah. and being grandpa is gonna come under indictment. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, I just, it doesn't seem like, like it, it seems so clear that like he directly has made an impact and it's not just good players because like, no, I think, I think in 2019, it really was just that the players were awesome. You know, you had Jeff Akuda, Sean Wade was awesome in the slot. You had Damon Arnett on the outside. You had Chase Young, like that, all of those that guys. Was lot, that was a locker room. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Like that, that was, it was just an absolutely loaded roster, but like there, I don't know if this year, like, like I mentioned, 
it's not just that there's a bunch of really good players that suddenly like started playing really well. Like he's making players that last year were trash. Like, like Tommy Eichenberg, we wanted to kick him off the team. Like we yeah, wanted, he was to... right there with Simon running last. If, if, if he would have, if, <laughs> if he would have transferred, we would have been happy, you know, during the off season. Yeah. And now he's like, he's probably the big Ten's best linebacker. You know, like he, he is like being legitimately awesome. And so uh, I, I think just the fact that, it's not just, you know, players making plays. It's clearly the scheme and a coach making those players better. You know, what is also legitimately awesome. Uh, tell me apparel. Wow. <laughs> I see you wearing one right now. <laughs> yeah. Wearing, wearing one right now. I think it's the retro Blocko sprint Blocko T uh, looking pretty good. My girlfriend. As good said as you look, can. Yeah. My girlfriend said I look hotter earlier. So I got that going for me too. Yeah. Um, it's it's a great website. Check it out. Uh, meet at midfield at checkout for fifteen percent off. That's a discount you can't get really anywhere else from any other site. So don't even bother looking. <laughs> and remember, that's a one-time deal. Like you can't double dip. So if you're going to use it, you know you might as well get get your fifteen yeah. brother or sister. All one of you out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's the pitch. And that's, oh, that's me and, and our website, Meet at Midfield, it's also pretty cool too. I've heard. Um, I've it's heard a good month that. to join, man. It's a good month to join. Come bullshit and yell about the coach and get you, get your rank early in the militia. Because if we do have to muster and we do have to make a citizen's arrest at some point, you know, you're gonna want you're gonna want your clout. Right. Yeah. So like, we're actually like organizing the militia now in case we do need to. Um, do a January 6th style <laughs> shuffle a couple papers around on Ryan Day's desk. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we're actually, we are organizing that. And so if you want to make sure that you get your proper rank and uh, you're, you're, you know, rightfully respected in that army um, hop on now, you, you don't want to, you don't want to be behind on this, you know, like yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to see this happening where we, us taking back our freedom and um, you're just on the sidelines, you know? So we, we are uh, proactive in this, so just yeah, we 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 post. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what were we posting about this? Uh, this what else were we posting about this game? I guess we we got uh, Cam Bab. Yeah, yeah. Cam Bab. That dude. It was. I was thinking about that because like it's like it's like that tweet when somebody's like you know normally you're like I'm 35 I've got my whole life in front of me and it's like yeah. here comes the oldest man in the league like 28 <laughs> like a medical marvel and I was saying like because I mean five years ago I mean that's what 2017 and just like how different my life was in 2017 and that is crazy where, where I was what I was doing my like world views um, like where I thought I would even be now <laughs> and all of that. And, um, it didn't really hit me that like how long that really is until, uh, CJ Stroud got up there after the game. And he was talking about, you know, if you go back and, uh, oh my God, I just, <laughs> but if you, but, uh, ask like Chase Young, Justin Fields, um, all those guys. And then you couple that with like the reaction that you saw, on the field, like this dude is like clearly touched a lot of people and what yeah. he's been through. I mean, dude, I, I had to do rehab after my wreck. I did one rehab for like two months and that sucked. I can only imagine having to do like, like both ACLs twice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, that seems like the sort of thing that you just like, <laughs> a 
lesser man would have like hung it up. And, and two ACLs like, ago. Man, that defender is gonna be hearing about that for <laughs> this, this dude with because like, after a while, like when once they trod him out, I mean the dude had like it looked like some Iron Man, like something you'd see in a Marvel movie, you know, that the, Iron the Man brace. had on. So you knew like you saw the train coming down the tracks and like oh. To get burned like that, oh man, like that, I wouldn't want to be. And, in the and, and they weren't they weren't shy about like telling you where the ball was going. Like that entire play was designed to get like there was no other option. Like CJ Stroud yeah. wasn't throwing the ball anywhere else but him, and he made a play. But <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, the thing is, like he is he was like legitimately. I, I I haven't seen him play football in like five years. Nobody really has. But like yeah. he was legitimately like a really good receiver coming out of high school. I do remember like he was like set to play um, that season, like as, as a true freshman, like he by all accounts was going to like see the field and stuff like that. And then he suffered one of his many uh, knee injuries. But then uh, they were like, they were like hopping on him in the celebration. It's like, whoa, like, yeah. you know, whoa, like none of you guys are old enough to remember Roy all going down in the or national Ted title Jr. game. They're taking junior going yeah. down because of hall. Uh, like, cause that would have been that. I mean, that Oh my God. Been, I would have been good. It, it would have been good for content, but like, yeah. from a human perspective, that would have been a disaster. Yeah. No, but I mean, it it was really cool. And I think it's like you, you hear a lot about like pe- people love to hear about like who the leaders of a team are and like what a guy's leadership is, what a guy means to the locker room and stuff like that. But like with him to his credit, you have never had to hear about it. You've never had to hear people say like what an impact he has because you see it. Like you see the respect that yeah. everybody has for him. You see the respect that, um, people give to him and the fact that like they'll do exceptions to like get him on travel rosters or they'll use like a travel roster spot on a guy who everybody knows isn't going to be able to play you know like he means a lot to this team uh even if he's not playing and stuff like that and it, you don't have that reaction for a player that um is you know just a no. cheerleader or something like that like there was it was over the top and that tells you what they think about him as a person and as a leader well, yeah, it's like it's like Tyler Lannister said, you know, like a king that has to say, "I'm a king" is no king at all. And like, to me, those are like the true leaders, that the guys that just like do to follow without even like having to like accolades or whatever. Like, you know, like the Kirk Cousins, like the Carson Wentz, not the stereotype player, <laughs> but like I mean, I'm sure we all played with you know just the guys that growing up that were like leaders because not because people follow them, but because like they thought they, they assumed the leader role and like they were doing what they thought like a leader should do and like yell at the team and stuff. When really it's like, dude, nobody, nobody really likes you. Like, nobody. right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so bad, bad is obviously not that at all. Cause I mean, that, it's just like a crazy dedication to the sport because I've met a lot of like bicyclists that have like, I know one that like he got severely messed up and then just like walked away. It's just like, you know, I got messed up. Like I'm just done. I'm never bicycling again. And that's something you can do the rest of your life. I mean, to go through the four ACL tears, like that's like, dude, I yeah. mean, on the, on the third one, I would be screaming. And the fourth one, I just be like, you know what, man, <laughs> I, <Yeah. laughs> I think I'm just going to cash in. Yeah. And, and like, even, even still, like he could have just, 
you know, like he could have still hung around the program and been a coach or been like a glorified, you know, assistant or something like that. But like he's fought back and no, and he he, to it's going to be, that's going to be such a great recruiting lesson too, because it's going to be like, look, this guy came, like he had the accolades, like he was going to play, like he would have been a star. Never. I mean, didn't, didn't score, didn't play basically till his fifth year, caught one touchdown pass in his career and like, look at like how the university took care of him. Look at like how they look like he's, he's going to, you know, he's never going to need a job no, in his no. life. Like he's going to go get some like big successful thing. And like, he's always going to be like low key, a legend around, <laughs> around the right. facility. And that, you know, for a guy for, I mean, that's it. A lot of schools, it doesn't really happen that way. If you're a five-star who doesn't, you know, who has one touchdown, you're not. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're and not going to have this kind of comfort. And, and that, that, that also goes to his character and stuff too, because like how many guys, things don't go their way and they're gone. You never hear of them again. Like how many five stars have come to Ohio state and like just fizzled out or caused a scene or quit on the field, <laughs> you know, like shit like that. Like in a world where uh, I, I don't want to get too uh certain type of commenter here where we're talking about kids these days, but like, <laughs> In a world where it's never been easier to just like hang it up and move on and just, you know, find the greener grass somewhere else. Like this dude stuck it out and has been with the team, um, never wavered or anything like that. And I don't know. I just, I feel like that's cool. And we don't see that a lot these days. And uh, it rightfully got praised when um, you got a chance to. And I, I just, I, I love my favorite part of it was that like Ryan day specifically called the play to get him a touchdown. And they had like the camera on Ryan day, like just celebrating, like as soon as the, the oh, ball yeah. like, got into his arms, like he knew, he knew exactly. Like, so everyone, everyone was stoked. Yeah. I haven't seen, I don't think I've ever seen him that happy. Except for yeah. standing the, the next to Mickey mouse at that, <laughs> at that CIA honey trap that he walked into. <laughs> oh God. But yeah, that's, Shout out, shout out to Cam Batman. man. That's, I mean, as corny as it is, you know, cause sometimes like, it's like, oh, you know, the brotherhood, like the brotherhood, yeah. this brotherhood, that, but like, that was like a true, you know, no, that, was, that, was, that was a true moment. Yeah. No, that's, that's what it's all about. And, and also, I saw, did you, did you get numbers on the farm on that? Or I saw you had an article on it. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think it did too good. Um, yeah. which is kind of, it's kind of surprising, but, uh, well, that's one of those everybody's got something on it, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, it was it was such a such a big story, but um, another another cool story too. Uh, Xavier Johnson. Uh, oh, I mean, dude, RB. You mean RB one? <laughs> right, dude. <laughs> like that was insane. Like, like that was... did that run? I mean, look, like it was Indiana, and the game was decided, but. I mean, dude, that that was moves that I don't think any other player on the roster has at that position. Yeah. I mean, so so and what do we have putting, to what do we have to lose at this at this point? Exactly. Well, okay, so they've been putting Emeka Abuka back there at running back a few and he they did it a lot on Saturday too. Um back there at running back and giving him some carries or getting him the ball, flinging him the ball out of the backfield and stuff like that. And like that's really cool. He's a really versatile player and stuff like that, but he wasn't doing what Xavier Johnson was doing, you know, like that was no. the same sort of look in, in my mind. One, I, I think Abuka would be doing a lot more of that this season. If JSN was around because Abuka kind of had to like pivot to now just being JSN instead. So I think if JSN was out there, Abuka would be in the backfield and they would have like that kind of like speed back 
um, that I think they were going to try to do with uh, um, Evan Pryor and stuff before he got injured. So I think there's been a lot of a lot of stuff that just went wrong with injuries and stuff like that. All that to say, Xavier Johnson adds something, even if Mayan Williams and Travion Henderson are healthy. I think he yeah. adds something. Like you can have two back sets or something. You can um, use them as kind of like that hybrid H back that Urban had a, a, an erection for. Um, like Percy Harvin position. Exactly. Yeah, he, he's basically Percy Harvin, is what I'm saying. And that I mean, that was incredible. Yeah, I've. I mean, what do we have to lose at this point? And he offers something that we don't have. And I mean, that has been kind of. You know, Henderson, I mean, he can hit the home run, but his problem is he's trying to hit the home run every play. Every play. And yeah. he didn't have like that cut that slide vision that uh Xavier had on Saturday either. So yeah. like to me, yeah, like it, that that was just one of those plays where like you kind of hear you hear about like young players in camp, like they'll make a play and you'd just be like, Well, who was that guy? Right. You know, we yeah. knew who he was, but at that position, man, I I want to see more. And man, I hope he gets I mean, make him the workhorse. Yeah, well, and let's just see. Let's just see. <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously, the the only problem is like he is clearly like a converted, like he's a wide receiver basically. Like, so he's not going to be like your guy that runs between the tackles or anything like that. So they still will need somebody else to be alive to be able to like get those short yarded situations. But I mean, if the way that the there's not some way Maryland, that they can, at least that's that's fair. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the, the way that it, it should just give them a lot of options. Like he should be playing at this point. It's not just like a, Oh, cool. Walk. Like yeah. he was making plays. It, it's kind of so. like, it's kind of like when you wake up, not that I would know anything about this <laughs> and you wake up and you're just like completely hung over and like, you're just flashing back to all the bad, like all the bad decisions you made last night. And then you check your phone and you're like, I spent how much at the bar? And you're wondering like, this has got to be something you're like wondering, maybe I can call the bank and get off. And then you go and you check your pocket and then you just find like, you think you're down you're just going to be eating rice for the rest of the month. And you find like a crinkly, like $20 bill. Just not have made it into your wall when you were closing your tab, and you, now you got twenty. And you're like, you know, I can I can live on Wednesday. Like, okay, you know, I'm like, good. Uh, the dollar menu for the rest of the week. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. That was kind of the situation Saturday, where I because I was low key kind of heated about that because I'm less concerned about the Michigan game than I was. You know, I'm, I've been watching them play. I've been keeping an eye on them. I'm less concerned than I was. But I was like low key mad about that because I think we're really like we, um, Williams is just a guy built for Michigan in November. Yeah. To me. Yeah. And to go, I mean, he took a lot of sting out of the day with that one wrong go. Now, maybe this is, you know, just me wish casting. I, I have been known. Yeah. <laughs> I have been known to do that from time to time. But I hope we at least see, I hope we at least see some semblance of a game plan around him to just make Michigan prepare for the possibility. Fuck it. Put him on film. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, and he's, he's played a, like, this wasn't like the one-time thing either. Like he's played quite a bit this year, uh, even early in the season. He really like, he's been in the slot a lot because uh, I mean, outside of Abuka um, and JSN, they really didn't have a lot of those guys that can play the slot. Um, You've got other guys like uh, Ballard. Um, we haven't really seen a lot of the younger receivers and stuff, but um, Ballard's more of a, an outside guy. He's not really going to play in the slot. So he has played this year. He's played in the slot. He's played a receiver. But, like, I don't know. It's it's not just a 
that doesn't feel like a one-off thing. Like it feels like that's something that they could consistently do. And um, honestly, like this is going to sound like a meme at this point, but I thought that they should have used Demario McCall a lot more than they did throughout his career too. Like on offense, you like both brother. (laughs) I mean, I mean, he, he had that same like sort of electricity, like that same like change of pace out of the backfield. You can catch it, throw a wheel route to him, like those sort of things. And, and then, so and then he'd go post himself getting oral sex. On the <laughs> so it's a funny story. <laughs> funny story. I saw that video and maybe people don't know what we're talking about. It was, it, I actually feel bad because like that was clearly like revenge porn, like, some girl posted that of him to like try to get him in trouble for like having sex. I don't know. Was it? I remember it is him posting it like it on was, his account. Nah, nah, he didn't post it. Somebody else posted it of him. Oh, that well, that's not okay. That's less funny. That's I didn't. Know. It, it, oh, okay, then I retract. I retract my joke because that isn't cool. Revenge porn is never. No, cool. it, it, it was. Okay. It was. It was not cool. I like. I felt bad for him, but like I'm sitting there like working. Like you, you, you know, the grinds after games, right? Like oh yeah. When, when like you're the game, the game's over and you're just like at your computer typing for like the next four hours. Waiting right? for some, the team to post some bullshit video that you can post and go, Oh God. Yeah. Don't remind yeah. me. Exactly. No, you, you know, you're the, the hamster at the wheel. Like you, you understand. <laughs> um, so I'm sitting there in, in that and, um, and I just hear ping and I'm not going to say who shared it, but it was, it was, this is wild was the caption (laughs) and like it's just like in a work group chat and like i had no like there's i had no reason to expect what it was and then i click on the link and it's just like (laughs) mario mccall sprawled out naked with some girl taking his penis in in her mouth like it was and it's it was explicit man like i i don't know like that but it just it was jarring it was like absolutely jarring just like well, this is wild. And then that was the link. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, dude, Google is getting to the point where they, I mean, they're going to have a black, a uh, black file on everybody pretty much. Like for sure. Yeah. You know, like they've got stuff. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So. I don't, I don't, I don't think that did that, that story never, never blew up. I don't, Thing. No, it, it eventually just got deleted. I mean, rightfully so, because I think he probably flagged it. It's like, hey, this girl is spreading revenge porn of me. Like, let's delete that. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm sure that yeah. like we've spent we spent a long time talking about this. I'm sure that like nobody listening to this even like knows what I'm talking about or what we're talking about here. But uh, all that to say, if you still have no idea what we're talking about, um, Demario McCall's apparent. A ex-girlfriend posted a very explicit video um on on her it twitter i think is i I don't know just in in an apparent attempt at revenge porn and i don't think anything like public went like happened about that but wild stuff wild stuff just the kind of stories you get on the high street freaks podcast yeah (laughs) you guys you guys aren't gonna you're not gonna find that video scrolling through uh 11 warriors are you (laughs) So, so yeah, that's, that's, uh, we are, we are actually the only, the first and only podcast to, uh, talk about Demario McCall's penis. So, um, just wild stuff, but, uh, yeah, I mean, other than Xavier, jo- oh, we, we, we got to talk about, about Marvin Harrison Jr.'s catch. 
Oh, dude, that was nasty. They were saying, Clyde was saying that was a bad throw, but to me, I was it? I don't know. He caught it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, it was I, a hell of a back shoulder throw. I I don't know. how. Like, it, it, it defies physics. Like, I've watched that back so many times. Also, I got a rant about the way that Twitter works. So I tweeted that video, like, I it, like on, on my account, right? The video that I tweeted has 1.7 million views because everybody's just done the hustle where they grab it and steal it. Like Barstool Sports has done it. Like Bleacher Report's done it. And so I have a video that got 1.7 million views and ain't got shit from it. Like I got, I I think I picked up like two followers on Twitter. So it's just funny the way that like video sharing works on Twitter because like everybody else is just like milking the content or whatever. But um, hilarious how that works. Yeah, see, that's why I, that's why I don't do shit like that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, like because the Marshals and then they can just come in and just they they just jack it. Yeah, so I, I'm not I'm not really like that salty about it or anything because like I I wasn't sharing it to get like cloud or anything. I just yeah, was sharing not like it it's to, your video anyway. <laughs> right, right. I can't, I can't only get so mad. Like I just stole it from Fox and posted it on yeah. Twitter. But um, but that's I mean, see, but see that's cool. Stealing from like stealing from, uh, stealing from Fox is cool. cool. Stealing from a guy that has three thousand followers not cool. Not but, cool. Nah, but I mean, I, it's not like I was like out there trying to get clout from sharing this video. Like I just genuinely wanted to share it because I'm live tweeting the game or whatever. But um, that was crazy. Like that was one of the craziest catch of, catches I've ever seen. Like there's Garrick Hodge uh, at 11 Warriors, the photographer, recruiting guy, good guy, uh, friend. But um, he tweeted an incredible photo of it, too. I think it's his pinned tweet right now. If, if people want to go look, it's like a still shot. And like it makes no sense how he caught the ball. Cause you can just see the entire weight of his body, like just to the left of the sideline. And then his foot is just at the stupidest angle. Like, I, I don't know. I, I've gone back and watched it. I've looked at the, the stills and like, I am still like, it's just absolute sorcery. I have no idea how it happened. And he made, I mean, speaking of glitches earlier, he made that look like a glitch. Like that was just yeah. like, that was like a ballet move. Yeah. And like, I, I, I don't, I, my and knee. He, I mean, I ha- I don't even really think of JSN. Like, if he comes back, like if he comes back, awesome. I'm cool with it. But I mean, man, Route Man has, and I, honestly, I kind of like the name Marvelous Marv. Gus, yeah, Rout. that's cool. I like that. <laughs> I like that. But I mean, dude, if he's number one, I'll, you can win a championship with him. As number oh, for one. sure. I, I've I've, saw, he, I've seen I've seen so many comments about it, like. It's crazy. This guy is like, if his Hall of Fame father was both faster, bigger, and better at catching a football, <laughs> like he's yeah. just, he's like his Hall of Fame father upgraded, like at just a different generation. So I don't know. He he is absurdly hopefully he good. Hopefully he doesn't shoot a man. But yeah, I did like I did like Marv's quote of he was talking about uh, you know I can't really be impressed with anything I do because my dad's got a gold jacket, which. Yeah. You know, it's kind of something that would drive somebody mad if I, you know, if he didn't have the kind of like athletic skills that he's got. Right. Because, well, I mean, okay, we're lucky. So, and I mean, like, dude, he's got to come back. He does. Yeah. That's the, that's the funniest part. I love this every year 
Well, and, and he's, I, he's, re, he's really reached out. like there should be a mercy rule. Like he's like yeah. one of those guys. Like when Bosa was coming back, or like and Chase, Chase Young, Young where it's like yeah. guys that can play in the NFL, they could like start in the NFL. Just go, just just go, go. man. Well, yeah, like it's it's kind of stupid. Like the rules dictate that this kid just has to play against college students again. It's almost like the the funniest example of this isn't even in football. It's when Kyle Snyder won a gold medal and then just came back and wrestled in college for a year. And it was yeah. like the funniest shit I've ever seen because like he he also like had to wrestle as a heavyweight, but he also like had to be like on the lower end of heavyweight because he was he was like wrestling internationally in a real weight class. And so this dude would like be wrestling guys that were, had like 70 pounds on him and he would still just like pick them up and throw them. It was the funniest shit. And like, God, he was, it, he was good for content. Oh, I love Yeah. He was, he was great for content. I mean, we're still milking it on a podcast like years later, but yeah, Marvin Harrison jr. He is, he is just like every bit of that. And like, it's hilarious. People forget that he has to come back another year. Like I've, I've heard people talking about how, like if he was coming out of the draft right now, like he'd probably be the number one receiver taken, which is, incredible um but i think like you were talking a little bit about it like with his dad having a gold jacket how many times is like the father legitimately great and the son coming out and being better like that almost never happens like usually yeah. the son is like slightly as good like up ken there with his ken griffey jr that's i mean that's as close <laughs> as it gets but like 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 that that's probably and that's, like, a, that's, and that's a completely different sport yeah like that's the list, you know, because like for, for every time that happens, you've got like LeBron James and Bronny James. Like if Bronny was not LeBron James's son, he would be like a really good player that everybody was like really excited about. But like because he's LeBron James's son, you've had people talking about how he's a disappointment for like four years. Like the kid's a freshman in high school. And you're like, oh, he's not as good as his dad. Like, I don't know. But yeah, this is this is a scenario where like his dad was a Hall of Famer and he's better, you know, like at this point in his career, he is better. Yeah. This, I didn't really realize how much better he was. I mean, statistical wise, and I did play it in different eras and stuff, yeah. but like when they showed the sophomore stats, I was like, Whoa, it wasn't even close. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. And it's obviously like he's helped by the, by the Ohio state offense and stuff like that too. But like, I don't know a, a lot of the catches he's making too. Like, it's not just, he's just physically so good. Like some of the, like the, he had like a shoestring catch where he like reached back and caught it like at his shoelaces. He had this crazy one on Saturday. Like, I don't know. I, I, I would love to see JSN come back because I think they're such completely different types of players that like good luck guarding both of those guys. But you're absolutely right. Like Ohio state can win a national title with the current receiving core and the current offense and stuff like that. So I'm not really worried. I mean, I mean it's crazy to think like if you would have, Said before the season, you're going to lose JSN and your top two running backs, your top three running backs (laughs) going into the season. And you would be feeling, you'd be like, oh my God, you know, like what is how, like what, where would we be? And honestly, it's fun. Like, it's fun. It could be worse, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, it, the running back thing is getting weird because like it's we're almost just like running out of warm bodies like you have to regardless of who it is like you have to have somebody play running back you know yeah, like that's, I'm, I'm that's praying, kind of the issue at this I'm praying point. for chip so yeah i mean miraculous. That, that's what was so sad too because that's what i said too. i thought the game i didn't even realize he was out this week again yep. and i because i was in i was like chip time people were like he's out you idiot and i was like oh jesus that happened <laughs> yeah no but like 
I I think I guess the actual the actual real break in case of emergency, like if if Dallin Hayden goes down and uh, Xavier Johnson's gone too, the real in case of emergency is Steel Chambers, because you you know that you yeah. could you could trot him back out there and he could he could do it too. But good God, yeah, Brian, just like <laughs> Brian, Brian was writing fan fiction talking about how like if Steel had to play both ways against Michigan, it'd be the funniest thing. Oh, it would be. I, I almost wanted want it to happen just for fun, like, because I I don't know that just that just feels like it would be something that like Michigan fans would like love if it happened to them, like if if like they had like a player like a legendary player come oh, out and play yeah. two ways, like they would I mean, never any, shut up any, about it. Any player, you know, I mean, any fan base would want it, but yeah, I mean, hell, they had Charles Woodson, yeah, but damn, over thirty years ago, they still can't shut yeah. up about him. Yeah, so, right, but that that would be hilarious if if he has to. And he was he was a perfectly fine running back to be clear, like perfectly fine. He just is a b- better linebacker. But um, I don't know. I, I think that like, but to your point, like they lost the best, arguably the best returning player on the team, and their top three running backs. And we're sitting here heading into the end of November, and we're fine. Like I, yeah. I'm not worried. Like do you, do you think that Ohio State could beat Michigan with Dallin Hayden and Xavier Johnson playing running back? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> me too, me too. And so, like, I, I, I think that it's it. We're to the, I don't know. I, I can't I just, if Ohio State loses that game, you're uh, we pretty much know what it's going to look like. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, and like like Stroud, like I said, Stroud, he's not standing tall in the pocket. He's like, if you can like get it, like he does not like to. I mean, obviously, nobody likes to get hit in the face, you know, by a linebacker sprint yeah. down the middle. But like, I I don't know. He doesn't seem kind of like if you can get up in his face and get pressure on him. I mean, Michigan might be able to make something work. But dude, I'll take who I'll take whoever back there. As long as our as long as our offensive line comes to play, whoever we have on the roster, that's and fine. To also, to, to be fair to Stroud too, he we've we've blasted this dude for two years for being completely unwilling to run the ball. And yeah, and now he's, he's like guy. now now he's trying he's, to turn he's into putting his shoulder down. Wait, Mike Vick. Yeah. <laughs> truck, truck sticking. Like, yeah. That, I mean, that, that was, that was one of the uh, brother. Like I, I appreciate the legs. Don't be putting your shoulder down against Indiana. <laughs> like, yeah. Just don't like, it, it's going to be fine. Like he's a, he's our first goth quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I love that take. I love that take. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he's just so, he's just so funny to me. Cause like, they were all on camera and they, he was like clearly like bullshit with the team. And then like, it looked like he, I'm sure it probably was a coincidence, but it looked like he saw that the camera was on him. And then he just went like stone cold, you know, like he, he's just a funny guy. He gives me early Kyrie vibes kind of sometimes. I, I could see it. I could see it. He's, and he like, kind of like Kyrie too. I, I, this is, this is I, obviously in this day and age, nobody wants to be compared to Kyrie, Yeah, but kind of, kind of with Kyrie he's like really good with the media when he wants to like when he has something that he wants to say, or like he, he wants to be funny or he has a comment that he wants to make. He's incredible. But like, if he doesn't want to be there and doesn't really have much to say, it's the most canned, like useless, yeah. but I don't know. He can, I, yeah. Yeah. He can be very short. He can to the, to the, to the point of prickishness sometimes. Yeah. But then the other times it's like, he's, you know, 
busting reporters balls going out oh, chill bill you know like that that was hilarious <laughs> i don't know uh he's, he's he's a fun guy i i like him it, it's in terms of like personality and stuff he's a step up from like what we saw of like justin fields and stuff because justin fields he, that that kid was media trained since like he was a sophomore at high school like you were never going to catch him saying some shit that he didn't yeah, mean or anything like that that, that like, is the one drawback not to go like all oh, unabomber but like it is funny how like <laughs> Social media was supposed to, gave us basically unprecedented access to athletes, but now it's also trained them to not have personalities. Up, yeah, to coming up through the ranks, so they've like dealt yep. with this. So now you're getting you're you're getting like well polished the PR version of it. Yeah, and I even I even see that with like when you you remember this, we used to do. I mean, I, I did it back at Eleven Warriors, the tweets of the week articles. Oh yeah. Like back in like, this is like 2015, 2016. Those articles were always hilarious because the players showed so much personality on Twitter. And now like nobody does like, and it's not just, it's not like Instagram. They don't really post on Instagram so much. They're not really posting on like TikTok or anything like that. Like they just don't like, they like kind of shut it down. Like they're, they're not, they're not super public. You know, now it's it's NIL money out there now, you know, uh, one lesson that one lesson I did learn at Eleven Warriors. I don't know if I always practice it, but the delete key is undefeated. You know what I mean? You can't yeah. get in trouble. You can't get in trouble for stuff you don't say. You can have the most horrid views in the world, but as long as you don't tweet them or like say something public about them, like yep. you know, you can't lose out on that money. Yeah. So like, I like I I don't like it, but I understand it. Yep. You know, I wish it, I wish we lived in a world where people could be themselves, but you know, then you also get Kyrie being himself. <laughs> I yeah. don't really want to live in his world either. So, yeah. So what can you do? Not much, but uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I have much left to say about this game. Oh, we got one more An- another, another one, one other moment that I forgot. We spoke this shit into existence. That block. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I, I mean, mean Dude, that punter, that punter was a beast, but man, it looked like he was moving in cement on it. It seemed like he was thinking about his hot date. You know, and now he might have been. And now, like, dude, how many times do you think Parker went home and watched that? Like, you know, because these guys all search their names. Like, they know what people say about them and stuff. And just like, my little precious. He probably went home like Golem, just rewinding it, like, my little precious. And (laughs) now we're probably going to have to deal with him for. You know, a whole nother season. Yep. No, that, that, that's exactly. But of course, it. you know, I, I you know, we, a player might have gotten executed after those two fumble punt returns. Yeah, that is true too. Good God, I, I <laughs> like I felt bad for that kid at that point. Yeah, like, oh yeah, a, a walk yeah. on that's back there. He's just trying to he's trying to have his moment and just. I mean, it it didn't hurt my team. Like I don't know it. I I felt bad for him. Oh yeah, because like dude, like I can remember fucking up in like athletics in high school and stuff. And today it's still like, I can still recall it to that day. And like, I can only imagine doing that. I probably would have, you know, you probably would have found me hanging from a a pipe in the back. If I did that in front of like a hundred thousand people, you know, and you know, he probably coaches probably thought they were doing him a favor, you know, like he'd get some tread. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you got yeah. your time on the, on the grass as short as it was, but I, I don't, I never want to see him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, but all, all in all, all in all, it was, it was fun. 
Um, I, I mean, it, it, it sucks when Mayan Williams went down. He had a hell of a game before that point, too. He did. He did. He was eaten. Um, he did. But, and he's just fun. I mean, he's just a fun guy to watch run. And now we'll see. I mean, maybe they hop him up, you know, with a bunch of painkillers and get him out there. But I, I, I bet if I had to, if I had to guess, I bet both Travion and Mayan Williams maybe won't be a hundred percent, but I bet they're both going to play against Michigan. Um, and yeah. I, I sincerely hope that we don't see either of them against Maryland. Like just don't dress them. Don't dress them. Just don't like, <laughs> I, I don't yeah. care. You can, you can play the mystery game all week against Michigan. If you want, you can not answer questions about it. You can say that they're a game time decision, whatever. Do not dress them on Saturday. They don't need to make the trip. Just like, it's going to be fine. Like at, it's it. I don't know. There's just no reason for them to play on Saturday. Yeah, I agree. But I don't know. I I don't I don't have too much left to diagnose uh, about about Indiana. That was just exactly what we expected. Horrific team um, on both sides of the ball. Tom Allen should probably be fired, but he probably won't. So um, you might, just, you might have said he'd be a youth pastor. Gee, that, I mean, that just said it all. <laughs> Yeah, that was. That, that, I love when they try to like make Big Ten coaches like relatable. It's like these. Yeah, these guys right. These like old multi-millionaire perverts. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, what would you be doing if you weren't a head coach? Like Ryan Day said, a musician. Like, come on, man. Like, no, actually, what did he? What did he actually say? Uh, I didn't say. I didn't say. Uh, Tom Allen took all that, and then Burr has a marketing background. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. I never, I never would have guessed that. I thought he'd been like, yeah, I was working as a strip club bouncer in rural Arkansas. The, the, <laughs> the best was that there were two coaches whose like choice didn't even make the cut, like didn't even get to see like what the hell was Paul Christ? You know, like oh, well, I did, they probably cut him because he. Got oh, that's canned. true because because he got canned. That's true. Yeah. And I, I'm sure Scott Frost wasn't. Yeah, that's that's we didn't get either of those. That's why. Damn. Yeah, that's sad. But I, also. Jim Harbaugh just like without even blinking said that he wanted to be a lawnsman. Yeah. What is that? What the fuck's a lawnsman? I, I'm going to Google it and see what it comes up with. I, a lawnsman. Um, okay. Well that yeah. it, 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 it looks appears, like it's just somebody like a landscaper. It, it appears. Yeah. It appears to be just like, <sighs> yeah, it looks it, like a landscaper, a, a landscaper. All the pictures are just somebody mowing a lawn. Like dude wants to cut grass for a living. <laughs> in eighth grade, I took one of those like vocational, like what you're going to do. And I got frontiersman. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I, Hey man, I, I, I don't even know. know how, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how that would frontiersman. like, I don't oh, even know how that was an exist? option, right? How that was an option. And like, yeah, my, this, my mom, my mom still's got it. She always gives me hell. Cause she's like, this isn't why. the 19th like, century. Like, come on. What the fr- a front, what frontiers are there? Space? Right? And, but I think that's why I like, cause I was talking to my mom about why I like biking and she's reminding me about it tonight. She was like, well, you know, yeah, you want to be a frontiersman and you can go like explore <laughs> on your bike. That's so good. That's so good. Maybe that's why you're a fuck up. There's just no frontiers for you to explore. Right. It's I, I do I I miss my era by about fifty years. Like yeah. you know, yeah, I you, been, you should have been you should have been sailing some rivers with a, a solo canoe and right, trying to right. find a, a, a water passage from the east coast to the west coast. You you right. could have been you could have been Meriwether Lewis. I, I could I could have been, you know, Tecumseh's cracker companion. Fun fact, do you know the only uh, 
the only United States president to um, actively lead troops while president was James Madison. Really? Yep. So during that during that I war, lost that bet. <laughs> when when Washington D.C. got burned to the ground, he uh, ran outside and like found a battalion of troops and like took over, like commandeered the troops and like led them into battle. I, I think he lost horrifically, but well, like Trump, that's Trump like, tried that on January sixth. <laughs> yeah, he did. The Secret Service was <laughs> All right, I, I, we're 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 getting too deep in the weeds here. I think. Oh it's, yeah, it's we'll, we'll save right. that for our Ohio history podcast. This yeah, we we will we will. That's we'll actually not a, a bad idea. Do you think people would listen to us talk about Ohio history? You'd be surprised. People right. listen to me talk about a lot dumber stuff. That's true. They probably have for the past hour. So, <laughs> right. so we'll, we'll see where life takes us. If you guys want that Ohio history podcast, I think we could, we could, we could hook you guys up with that. I think we could have fun with that. But uh, yeah, you you wanna you wanna sign us? Give us the old sign out for the Ohio State sports podcast that we kind of neglected this week. Right. Go Bucks. Michigan sucks, and help is on the way.